Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Bill. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And welcome in. We are over here at Triple Crown Dentistry, Louisville Dental Implants, a place to come uh, where if you have need to get any uh, work done, uh, on you know on your teeth at all, but particularly if you're going to get a uh, an Im- a dental implant, uh, I've, I've had three from over here, so I speak to it firsthand. Steve Rummage is uh, he, he's in some uh, process of it, some stage of it at this point, uh, and um, you know even he, a guy who does not uh, you know doesn't like dentist gets you know never was very comfortable is totally comfortable here so that's right that kind of place and my dad's been over here recently and he got a consultation and he's probably going to get some dental implant work done too as well and some other dental work you know in a in in concert with a regular dentist visit so uh, it's pretty great you know when you can come over here and you can just trust people and they can tell you what's going on with your with your teeth and your mouth and and uh you have full confidence that it's going to get that it's going to get done well, and that's where we are today, so you can go to 502implants.com, uh, and you can uh, find out more about that. And you can talk, hear about how Eric Nunley has like, all these – why he has all these letters after his name, because he's the most accredited guy around. So uh, we got all that going on uh, over here uh, this morning. So, uh, hey, it's Friday. There's a basketball game tomorrow. But there's a, a big NFL game on Sunday to be excited yeah, about. Yeah, like a Baker. Uh, yeah, you know. You know, um, it is. It, you know, that's that's really where mind is, my mind is is uh, with the you know the FC championship. I think game. I think a lot of people are, are there. I'm really curious. Eric Crawford used to tweet out the local TV ratings. You know, oh, he used yeah. to do that. I don't, I don't think he does that anymore. Maybe they don't let him. You know, maybe Nielsen doesn't like that. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, but I would love to know what what like this week will be in the city of Louisville, how it compares, you know? I think it's going to be pretty heavy. I think a lot of people will watch it anyway. I can't know? imagine being friends with someone who wouldn't be watching these two games this weekend. Oh, I know. And I know. I, I, everybody I know is like, it's almost like a Super Bowl. Like, they're like, hey, where do you want to watch the game? You're going to come over. You're going to do this. You're I mean, how, how big can the ratings be for this? Because if it was $50 million for for, you know, the divisional round, this is to go to the Super Bowl, obviously, and... I mean, can it hit sixty million? It, I mean, it could, it could, but it's the early game, and typically the earlier game but doesn't get the heavier rating. It's an earlier game, but it's still game. not that early. It's a three thirty game, yeah. so it's kind of like it's almost in the four o'clock window on Sundays. So, but if you go back over the history of yeah. uh, you know the, the AFC and NFC championship, whoever goes first yeah. gets the lower rating. That's just how it's gone. Now, this is the better game. 
You yeah. know, you know, yeah. this is the better game. So it's going to be a really interesting test about time slots versus teams and interest because yeah. a lot of people keep t- saying this is kind of a de facto Super Bowl, which I don't. Well, think I don't agree with that. I don't anybody that saying that is ridiculous. I, the Niners will be favored against either of these teams. I know they are right now. Yeah. You can go on DraftKings, FanDuel, yeah. or whatever, and right now the Niners are favored. Yeah, you know, in the it's a better game. It doesn't mean they're better teams, but they are. You're right. They're favored in any scenario in the Super Bowl. Now, yeah. that could change. You know, if, if, if you know one team has a dominant performance, right? Uh, if, you know, that's. Cave. I think it's because it's Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, and Brock Purdy and Jared Goff. That's why. You yeah. know, because it's the quarterback, it's quarterback, not necessarily the team. Now, the Ravens have the number one defense in the country. Uh, the Chiefs are the defending champions, and they've just been dominant uh but the Niners have been really incredible uh and the and the, the this has been a very special season for the Lions obviously we're going to root for the Lions on that side because of Jalen Reeves Maben and and also Teddy Bridgewater and just the general idea of the Detroit Lions who have never drafted a Louisville, uh, Louisville Cardinal just to get back you know, do yeah. something in the sure. I'm sure they think about that all the time you know what we got to do we got to draft somebody from a specific team yeah. I think about it I know you do yeah, we know it's the only team in the NFL to have never drafted a Louisville. So your your and and your I summation of that data is they hate Louisville. They must hate us. Yeah, but now I think you know the team that probably hates us more than anybody right now is the Colts. They have drafted a Louisville Cardinal in forever. When's the last time they drafted Cardinal? I, I, I don't, but I'm sure you know. I don't know. It's been a long time. I don't know. I don't know off the top oh, of my head, oh. but it's because it's been that long. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, you know. Spreads have moved. By the way, it's four now for the Ravens. Ravens minus four, uh, and the Niners are minus seven and a half. Yeah. So it's move, moving that way. If you like the underdogs, you're um, you're getting you're getting a little more point total here. I like that. No, I, I mean I don't know. I'm a little surprised at that. I, I thought it might go the other way. It, so just because of Mahomes, with the Ravens being favored, it makes me super nervous. I'd almost rather be like a two point dog. Yeah, you know, a two point dog. I feel like well, now the Ravens are going to win. Yeah, <laughs> but being a four point favorite, I'm like ah, I don't like that at all. Let's, I don't like that at all. Let's no see on because I'm I'm looking. Okay, it's it's various places you can get it. To, um, let's see. Bet three sixty five has it at minus four. FanDuel minus three and a half. MGM minus three and a half. Caesars minus three and a half. But DraftKings is minus four. Yeah. And looks, looks like that was Hard Rock. I can't tell the other. I just remember doing all these shows with uh, Mark Ennis. Man, fifty percent of the bets uh, are 50, 50, 50. It's fifty fifty. Yeah, and the wow. money is sixty seven percent Baltimore. But. 50% so close. 50-50 on the bets. I, I, I've never seen that. It's, no, no. I just remember doing all these shows with Ennis, you know, uh, in 2017, leading up to the 2018 draft, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was all this Lamar hate. And I remember looking at him, and he, we were having this conversation. We are like, what are we missing? Like, why do they not like him? Like, yeah. why do they not like him? I, I understand he's different. He's not what they think. But – He's incredible. Like, why don't you want to? Anyway, so it's 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 a lot of really great validation for guys like us to be <laughs> in the AFC Championship game, period. And if he can win and go to the Super Bowl, that's even more. Because it's Pat Mahomes. I mean, this yeah. guy, if he wins this Super Bowl, if Pat Mahomes, I mean, he's on track to blow away whatever Tom Brady's done, well, which is unbelievable. I mean, I would never assume what Brady got, six, seven? Six or seven, but he passes Peyton Manning if he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, but Peyton, which is wild. But it's wild. It's wild that Peyton only hit two. I know. And it, 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 he and lived in the era of Tom Brady. Yeah, he was born at the wrong time. Yeah, only his brother could take down Tom. Ask any, yeah. <laughs> ask any weird. tennis player born when these three all-time greats are you know winning right. every single tournament. Although uh, Djokovic got beat uh, last. For the I first. was watching Medvedev coming in. Medvedev, yeah. yeah. No, how no, do you say it? No, um, Djokovic <laughs> lost. 
for the first time in 16 years. At the oh, really? It's, it's let me say it again. 16 years. It's incredible. Wow. I, let's see. I, I I think that's the number. It's a loss to a sinner. His name's Sinner. His name's Sinner. Yeah, he's I think, a Sinner. I think that was the guy. You're with, saved. I, I I think that was the guy that. Remember, we got a call this summer, and the guy was asking me about why is Djokovic only a whatever favorite in this match. And I texted Tribally, and we made that tennis bet on the air. Yeah, and it, it was right. Um, huh. Let's see. Twenty-two-year-old Brokster. Um, I heard somebody on like a sports center this morning saying that. But anyway. I feel like you need to go to the Aussie Open. No. It's so summery. You love tennis. It's like 98 degrees. It's perfect. Yeah, but if, I, if, I, if I'm going to be in some place that warm, I, I want to be on the actual beach. I just, well, you can go to the beach, too. Yeah, I don't want to be bothered with And the, go to the night matches. You may not be wrong. I mean, I think <laughs> I'd rather do that than like Wimbledon. And Wimbledon doesn't do anything for me. I don't have the um, – But it's the middle of the winter. Mm-hmm. And you love the sun. You can go. You can literally fly to the summer. You just got to be on a flight for like twenty. Hours. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's it's the forever. Yeah, but it is perfect for you if it's not for the twenty-hour flight. Yeah, it's the day. except for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, except for that. Yeah, I mean, I let's see. I'm trying to see. It may not have been thirteen years. Just twenty-two match win streak. But he was like also, yeah. you know, he, he was banned for two years. We're not banned. He just wouldn't get the shot. So he was like, I'm, I'm not playing. Or they wouldn't let him play because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Remember, he was like over. The, remember the tennis players were like in their hotel sitting balls off the wall. Yeah, like, they during could. This nonsense. And it's kind Golly. of ridiculous when you, when you know what you know about COVID now. Tennis is the best sport yeah, ever. You're the most socially distant sport that exists. You just, you just throw the ball back and forth. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Perfect. It's perfect for uh, for COVID because you're never, you're never making contact with the other person. So yeah. it's, it's uh, great for that. But I do think that the conversation – of do you win a Super Bowl? I mean, everybody thinks Dan Marino's an amazing quarterback. I know he, he never won one. And John Elway, for a long time, hadn't won right, one. Right, he got er, early in his career, went to back-to-back Super Bowls, got destroyed in, in both of them. Like, oh, right. can't win the big – okay, that's his fault. They gave up 55 points or whatever. Right. Jim Kelly's a bad quarterback. You know what I mean? And, right. And I do think Lamar will win Sunday. I cannot wait. I, I just – I believe he'll win. It's going to be tough. It's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs, man. And, it, and look, you're already going to be – I mean, there's going to be calls you don't like no matter what, but you're going to have an extra oh, edge yeah. about you. They're going to try to get Taylor into the Super Bowl. I know that they're going to do that. They already ha- they already got their official, the 41% yeah. official. They already got – the conspiracy's already alive. Yeah. But I do think that it's Lamar's time. He's got the defense. They finally – he has some good receivers. I wish Mitchell was a, was around still, the running back, because that guy was just tearing it up all year. He's gonna well, he get, wasn't – I mean, he, he only, they only signed him like midseason or something. I know, but he was awesome. He was – I mean, he was no. great. Uh, I mean, he wasn't Dobbins, but I mean – Dobbins been. will never be Dobbins. He's done. I, mean, I think he probably he's is. He's got too many injuries. Unfortunately, yeah. But, I mean, I think they were smart this year and that they didn't have him, you know, as many designed runs during the year, you know, this, to save him for this. Like, this is a game where you could see him going absolutely nuts, you know, 15 oh, yeah. design, you know, run plays or something. Yeah, and just you yeah. take it off and you say, hey, listen, you need to scramble. Scramble. You need to take off and go. It's, no, it's third or, I'm two. talking about designed runs. It's like, third it's two. You. You're going around the edge here. You know, you're going to get that first down. And you're right because they – they did save him. You know, they the, the past two years with Greg Roman, he didn't yeah. finish the year. This year, Todd Mockin uh, and Harbaugh had a plan to keep him in the pocket and throw, which I think bolstered his just confidence in his arm, but also saved him and had, had an idea of 
yeah, they're going to take the chains off me mm-hmm. here when we get to the playoffs. And then if he does run a lot today or tomorrow, sorry, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was today. Uh, if he does run, he's got two weeks. He's got two weeks to kind of heal up. Well, I mean, it's not like that, that he – I mean, you just hope he doesn't get injured like that's going to keep him out of the game. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not just a matter – whatever residual – because I do feel like the Ravens had like, like just as a whole team with that style that they would just pulverize the other team, but they'd also pulverize themselves a little bit over the course of the year. And they haven't had to do that this year, but it's still inside of them to be mm-hmm. able to do it if they want to. So I'm excited. I can't wait. It's Pat Mahomes, man. I know. It's Pat, he's a Trust different me. dude I know than he Superman. was all, all year. And he was putting the, the, the ball in guys' hands all year. I mean, he's dealing with guys, you know, you know fumbling out of the end zone. I, I, I mean, if you talk about a guy who needs help. I mean, I know. he needs, you know, if that were Lamar, but get him some weapons with him. He's so good. They're like, well, he'll figure it out. If this was Mahomes, if they win it with this terrible batch of receivers other than Rasheed Rice, I mean, he, he is just even better than I already think he is. I agree, and it's very similar to what Tom Brady did with, like, Edelman. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you get – like it's like there's nobody on this team except for, like, Gronk, and he he figures out a way to win the Super Bowl. That would be very Brady-like for Mahomes in this, you know, this um, time around, and that would just kind of seal it for, for, I think, everybody in their minds that Pat Mahomes is the new Superman. Yeah. And he, he, he won a game with 17 seconds. He had 17 yeah. seconds on the clock. And it was tied. That's two years back. In a, was that an that, AFC Championship? That was, yeah, that was the AFC Championship game, wasn't it? That game was unbelievable. Unbelievable game. It just breaks the Bills' hearts, man. Yeah, so, but we're not the Buffalo Bills. We're the Baltimore Ravens. We are the Baltimore we Ravens. We are the number one. Give me one to loan defense. you any of my, my Ravens gear I've for the weekend. I've got gear. I've got gear. <laughs> Who are you talking about? I've got, all, I've got all sorts of purple and black. I mean, that's the thing. I have all kinds of Chiefs and uh, and Ravens gear. Maybe I should wear a T-shirt of one and no. a sweatshirt of the other. You shall not wear any Baltimore Ravens gear this week. I don't, you need to wear Dieter shall not. Yeah. yeah, Dieter shall not wear any purple, any black, yeah. nothing. You, you're going to wear the Lions, and you're going to wear – you can wear the Niners if you want to. I got no problem I got with that. no Niners gear. And you can wear the Chiefs gear if you want to. But you're not putting on any Baltimore Ravens stuff. Don't even think I'm about gonna it. I'm going to send you a picture all geared up. No. <laughs> you put on your bagels helmet with Kenny Chesney. <laughs> I mean, people. somebody would come to my house and go, who are you a fan of? Yeah. <laughs> you got all, like, here's a Dolphins hoodie over here. We got uh, right. Ravens. We right. got Chiefs. We got Lions gear laying around. We got this Bengals helmet. What the hell's that? I don't think Ashley knows what's about to happen on Sunday because I'm treating it like the Super Bowl. Like, I'm... You might want to warn her then. I yeah. You won't even watch the second game. You, you, no, I probably won't. <laughs> like if, if if he wins, I mean I'm gonna be on like cloud nine, like hovering across the lake in Santa Claus. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> the haunted lake there, the ghost of Blanket Baker. It did look haunted that. yesterday because because it's the water so cold because it was frozen. Oh yeah, solid, yeah. And it was I mean, sixty it degrees, so it was just like a cloud over the whole. You couldn't even see the water yesterday. It was wild. And then everybody that hates Taylor Swift is just going to have to deal with it if, if the Chiefs win. But here was the best stat I saw. Taylor Swift has been on screen for a minute and 41 seconds total during the Chiefs' playoff games. A minute and 41 seconds total out of six hours and nine minutes. So she's been on camera with 0.46%. And people make it a big deal. You're like, oh, she's just running. No. Again, I, I don't know what you don't like about her. Yeah. Not, I mean, I like her. business savage. She's not pretty enough for you. No. Give me that. And I like Travis like, Kelsey. Like, 
And yeah. I like Taylor Swift, and I like Jason like? Kelsey. Now, Brittany like Mahomes is, is very unlikable. I can get all that. I don't know. Again. Brittany's you fine. Know. It's it's Pat Mahomes' brother. Yeah, I just don't want to see. But it's but yeah, I, I no problem. Nobody with says Mahomes. anything about his brother. Like oh, Taylor. I, I finally saw that stat. One minute, forty-one seconds total. Yeah. In, in, so fifty seconds out of every game, on average, less than a minute. Wow. You know, you see her. You know, which I. I like. Look, I already like her anyway. Everybody's known that for years. Only they call me in traffic with Taylor. I was such a big Peyton Manning fan. I hated Tom Brady forever. Like I could yeah, not I, do it. I was the same way. I'm not like that with Pat Mahomes. Like yeah. I don't, it's weird. Like and maybe if Lamar wins one and they start putting Lamar up against Pat Mahomes, it'll do well, something. Well, you trust me. All it take is for the Chiefs to win and the Chiefs get some Chiefs calls like they get and you'll hate his guts oh, you mean money like more. Line it up off sides and stuff like that. I don't know. But like No, I mean like calls that go for like pass interference. Pass interference, nod holdings, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. We'll see. But I don't, I don't hate Pat Mahomes like I hated Tom Brady, and I came around on Tom Brady. I did. You know, I, I did. Career. I did too because I finally had to go. Well, yeah, he's better. Well, he's awesome. You're right. He's better. And Peyton was incredible. And it is kind of ridiculous that Peyton only won two. Peyton yeah. should have won four or five. And that's just kind of football, I think, a little bit. You know, when you these, get up, these against, aren't easy to win. That's why. Um, that's why them being in their sixth straight AFC Championship game is. Pretty damn amazing. Yeah, because something – you have an injury. You, you don't finish the year. You, you, you make the wrong free agent You run into a hot team. You know, sometimes these teams, you, you catch them in the end of the year, they're not the same team they were. Buffalo was hot. Room. I know. I mean, Buffalo was hot before they played the Chiefs. Yeah. And, and, if, and if Pat Mahomes still had, like, Tyreek Hill, I mean – Over. I mean, over. Over. This would not even no. be a conversation. He just needs a, a capable – I mean, Rasheed Rice is really good. They found something there. Yeah. But just another capable receiver. Well, they'll find him in the draft. I mean, there's so many receivers in this draft, it's not funny. I mean, and they'll, they'll be somebody that falls down to that Chiefs level that's going to be good. Just like uh, they, the Ravens were able to find, like, a Zay Flowers. I mean, that was – Well, he was first round. I, mean, I know, been a first round pick on him. I don't know that they're going to – Don't gonna... you think the Chiefs should f- spend first round? I don't mean, Rasheed Rice was, like, second or something. You can pro- – you, you, it depends on what Kelsey does. If, if he's yeah. still going to play, you, you can probably get a, a serviceable wide receiver either in the, the late in the draft or free agency. Right. I generally think if – People are going to trade up to get Brock Bowers. Because they, they think that he's yeah. going to be in oh, that man. Kelsey Andrews range. Speaking of trading up, I, I, I've just uh, I wondered what that Mahomes, tr- you know, when they uh, when they traded up, um, what what the Bills got out of it. It's pretty damn amazing. Is it the net result? Because they packaged some of these, so they got um, um, Tre'Davious White, who's an All Pro cornerback. Yep. I uh, got Tremaine Edwins, who's a two time Pro Bowl linebacker. Uh, they got a Pro Bowl left tackle uh, out of it, and a the reserve defensive back as well as uh, Zay Jones yeah. uh, who's who's still you know still in the league but pretty amazing and then drafted Josh Allen the next year that's Bills really did well good. Yeah. they did well with that 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 pick now eh, Mahomes uh, you know could you had him sure um we still I, have Josh still Allen still got Josh Allen you got all those other players but i think if you at this point you go well they can have Josh Allen we'll take Pat Mahomes it's probably how the lions feel in the golf stafford trade because they i mean cuz the if you look at what the lions got yeah, the Sta- Stafford went out and won a Super Bowl with the Rams, but they got golf and they got a lot of really solid pieces that are affecting that team today in that line straight. They they did a graphic the other day on television when they moved him out, and it was like this guy's a key player, this guy's a key player for the Lions, and you know, let's see what what is it here? It's revisiting uh, that? Trade. Yeah, revisit. I thought that it was trade. just a swap primarily with those two guys. No, they got they got draft picks. They got uh, draft picks. let's see the trade. So the Lions got Jared Goff. 
a first rounder and oh, and they got th- a first rounder in twenty two, a first rounder in twenty three, and a third rounder uh, in twenty one. And they're okay. all key players. They're all key players on this team, and it, it's really kind of interesting to see they how that, that can too. benefit both franchises because the Rams needed to get something over the hump, and at the time, Stafford. Uh, and I, Stafford's still a better quarterback than Golf, but mm-hmm. Golf has really developed since leaving the Rams, and so you know it changes. He, I thought he was better there than everybody thought he was. Anyway, I mean, he I thought he was good. I mean, I, had a, he had him close. He had him close. I, I thought he was you know good good player. Um, trying to see with the the names of the players they got. Ah, I've got the the picks. Usually they they do. They the, usually they do a recap. Yeah. Well, they did a recap mm. on television the other day, yeah. and that's why I brought it up. But it is interesting to see how some of those trades flop, and how some of them just are like, the, you know, gangbusters. And and if you're making a trade, you just never see a trade like they made. Nobody trades starting quarterbacks. No, just don't see it. No, you don't see them swap like that. And you know, good for the Lions for making their trade, and good for the Rams. They got a Super Bowl out of it, and the Lions are now in the NFC Championship, and they've never gotten that far. So having the guts. Oh, wow. They turned that into, okay, uh, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, Gibbs. Josh Paschal. Oh, uh, Paschal was that one. um, Sam Laporta. Yeah. And then uh, Project Martin defensive tackle, Jamison Williams, and uh, a corner that I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. But those are really good parts on this team. Yeah. So it's it's you know it's helped both franchises. Now it took longer for it to affect the Lions, but I don't think the Lions will take back that trade at all. And, and so when so that's why I didn't understand the Lions booing Stafford. You know, like I didn't understand that when they booed. Him I, but I think they both both those QBs just wanted out of their current situations, and they're I mean they're both looking for fresh starts. Yeah, it, it worked, and it worked out. Literally, it's, it's one of those trades that's worked out for both. Right. So you know, I didn't understand the Lions you know doing that just like I. I, you know, I know we never we never talked about Jerry Krause's wife getting booed, did no. we? With the Chicago Bulls fans, no, that was crap. I hated that oh, bull crap. So sharp right turn there. Sorry, I just like <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. don't understand. There's certain things when when fan bases boo old people. Like if Bobby Petrino came back, would he get booed? Why would you bring him back? No, no, no. I'm saying like uh, let's like honor him. Right, but why would you – I mean, how many years is that going to be? Because that guy basically quit. I don't know. We won an Orange season. Bowl. We finished in the top ten twice. We have a Heisman Trophy. Oh. We won a lot of football also, games. Right. He also left, tried to leave at every possible opportunity prior to leaving, came right. back, and then just basically decided to quit midseason. We started postgame shows in the third quarter. I understand. But John L. Smith left in the middle of a ball game, and we love him here now. And it, and he, okay, but those aren't compared. Chains. He, he, he had taken the, the job, and they leaked it. I he quit while he was here. Right. Well, but well, I understand. But he also said Louisville doesn't know where they are in the food chain, and we love we yeah. love Coach John L. Smith. Yeah, and he can come on the field. He's going to get a round of applause. Yeah, but it's don't you think it's different? I mean, it doesn't even feel close. It's a little bit different, but I but I appreciate Bobby. I appreciate the accomplishments I mean, and the two point of. I mean, people are like right. oh, it was a failure. Well, they had college game day and a Heisman Trophy winner, and they they mattered several different college game days. Yeah, they had two of them, I think. Only one real fun one though. Well, we had we there had, was two here, and they were part of a third. Right. If the game had been the a little bit better, yeah, yeah. If they hadn't gotten shellacked here, yeah. Tino in his small Tino jersey, his medium, and yeah. then the FBI came in the next week. Yeah, we whatever. might remember it a little bit differently. Yeah. <laughs> it is right now, not that great. Yeah, but I don't know. We did things that we never done before, and and I don't know. Like I understand it was time for it to end. I'm not saying we needed to continue it on. I am saying that I appreciate what he did. Of the three, Petrino, Patino, and Jurich, who would be the first one that they could, however many years down the road, honor, bring back an, an honor. 
Boy, well, that's a tough one, w- without Richard becoming Louisville's head coach, <laughs> right? Okay. Right. Which, Which is by the way, by be- the way, all you guys, you know, campaigning for everybody out there, keep an eye on the Lobos, <laughs> right? Because well, because yeah. if, if Richard becomes our head coach, I could see a new uh, a Louisville St. John's series happening and and Rick coming here earlier, but don't don't talk dirty like that. I think it's prob- too early to talk dirty. It's probably Bobby. No, I don't think so. I think Jurich. No. I would what, say Patino. Really? Yeah, because they, yeah. when they honored the 2013 team last year, Siva mentioned Patino and everybody cheered. Like it was, you know, like, You're, you yeah. know, like it, I don't think anybody really holds any ill will towards, I mean, not anybody, well, but yeah. I think some people, you know, ha, are over that. Yeah, you, you know, you may be, I think you're right. I don't know if Rick was Because the people that don't like him are the most. Like, oh, he, blah, blah, blah. But I think most, like, a lot of people in the middle are like, well, it was really good. And looking back, yeah, well, you know, it was as bad now as everything is legal that they are, you know, accused of, accused of paying a player $25,000. He didn't even know about it. He's totally exonerated by the uh, NCAA. By the NCAA, by the way, is who exonerated him. And, I mean, for the players, if it was that hard to get $100,000, think how easy it is now. Oh, no, I know. I mean, Ashton Gelati got a big old truck yesterday. Did he? <laughs> he was on social media. <laughs> I'm like, yep, okay. Yeah, so when, when the game ends on Sunday, the second game, New Mexico will be on uh, your screen if you like. There we check. go. Yeah, perfect. 10 o'clock Eastern tip uh, on Fox Sports 1. I love it. Yeah, give me a little Ricky uh, Richard P, you know. And, and uh, his team's really fun to watch. 17 and 3. Look out. 17 and 3. Don't I let, know. Don't let him get to the second round of the tournament. Everybody's going to want to hire him. But, I mean – there's something that's going to happen at some point where Patino's going to have to walk into the Yum Center, maybe like maybe like an NCAA tournament or something like that, and and it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I don't know when do we do we have any future? What's, what's our next? I think one? we do have a future one. I don't remember the year. Um, I have to get in because they had a regional last year, so we, you kind of forget that. So it's been um, more recent uh, than you think. So. Let's see, 24 sites, 25. Uh, let's see, I got it right. I'm sure we have it. Um, I'm sure we have something F, coming around. Louisville. We got to be a – we got to be a – I guess we don't. No. I, I, we don't. 26. Not, because they've only got it out through 26. Oh, okay. So, so it's only the not, next not, three years. Ne- yeah, the next three years. There's in Rupp. <laughs> 2025. Oh my gosh! So, he's got, so you know that first happening. and second round site. You know that's year. happening. Rupp Arena. You can go ahead and write Rick Patino mm-hmm. and St. John's into that Lexington bracket today. How great would that be? You can do that right now. You and I know that you say there's no conspiracy. I understand. There, there's, that. I'm telling you, there's but not. It, you just can't avoid. It's gonna be unavoidable that he goes back there. Oh boy, that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be fun, everybody. This year's a little weird on the sites, uh, especially for the for the regionals. It's Boston, Dallas, Detroit, and LA. I was noticing that if if you're you know if you know Kentucky or Louisville were wanting a close locale, there's just not. I mean Detroit, but that's not really great. It's not close. It's yeah. not really great. Dallas is fine. It's easy to fly to. Uh, we have direct flights to get around there. though. We actually have direct flights to three out of four cities. Is that right? Let's see. Yeah, Boston, Dallas, and LA. We don't have a direct flight to Detroit. They anymore. don't. I don't think we do. If we do, I, I apologize. But I don't. We uh, we used to forever with forever. like Northwest. Yeah, we'd fly like a I transferred there so many times. Yeah, but I don't believe we have a Detroit flight right now. Hmm. Maybe we do, uh, yeah. and I don't know about it. But but I know we have a Boston, a Dallas, and an LA at a Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport, who had four point six million travelers, which is a record for them this year. So uh, congratulations to them over there. 
Look at that. Mark Langford, he's your, he's your travel. We're your travel correspondents here. All right, we're your travel <laughs> But the first and second round's weird, too, because it's, you know, it's Charlotte. Well, it's Charlotte, of course, Charlotte. Yeah. Indy, which is great, but Omaha, Pittsburgh, Salt Lake, Spokane, Memphis. It's so crazy that we're just now noticing this for the first time. And, you know, it's here it is late January. Yeah. We really need to focus in on this 2025. Now they got nonstops to Detroit. They do? On, uh, looks like, uh, um, let's see. Let me, let me hit the. Nonstop filter here. Yeah, hit me. Yeah. Uh, and that is with Delta. Delta still has Delta that. Delta goes, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So we have nonstop flights to, to, all, a day. to all four regional sites. I did not know we had the Detroit flight still. All right. Now you do. Yeah, now I know. All right. And that wraps up the first segment here with a little travel uh, on there. It's brought to you by Expedia.com. <laughs> right. Next uh, yeah. year's regionals are great. Atlanta, Ooh. Indy, New York, San Francisco. Oh, come on now. Right. Let's let it. New York? That's well, it's Newark, but yeah. it's, it's Newark. Oh, okay, okay. But, it's, but I'm still staying in New York. I'm not, really, you're not going to stay in Newark? I'm yeah. stay in Newark, New Jersey. No. I think Max and I flew into Newark and took the train over, and he, yeah. he was, looks like the most dep- – he's like, we're here. Like, it's, it's a sad oh, sight. Oh, New York is terrible. Newark is terrible. It, no, but yeah, and that train ride in, you're like, oh, my dad, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Yeah, and then why you get the city. He's like, oh, okay, I was a little worried. There. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I thought we were yeah. coming to a nice place, Dad. I didn't know you were going to take me to depressed town. Uh, Bert and Ryan reminding that uh, when Russ got his jersey retired, they had a video message from Patino. He said, I thought the roof was going to come off the Yum Center. It was electric. Yeah, so maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe you're yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, was it that? What was the one where Patino ended up on the on the screen and Mac was still the coach? Was that Russ or was that? That was Russ. That okay. was Russ. And, and I remember Christy Mack was like really put off by the round of applause that Rick sorry, God, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. All right, we'll uh, we'll continue. I don't on. know if Mac was a little bit more likable. He probably would have had. We'll continue along here. We're over at uh, Triple Crown uh, Dentistry, Louisville Dental Implants, uh, hanging out with you. If you have any needs uh, for, for sp- specifically for a dental implant, um, the most accredited guy around here uh, is Eric Nunley. So if you know he trains other people in the latest uh, techniques and everything that go uh, on with. Um, um, uh, with with you know getting a dental implant, uh, and of course this is where I come my d- d- general dentistry. In fact, I've got an appointment right after the show at ten. So um, you know that's when I'll see uh, Doctor Nunley there as well. So whatever your needs are, go to five zero two implants dot com and they'll be able to take uh, great care of you. Um, also, if uh, you're out there and you're someone who is thinking about uh, getting a piece of exercise equipment, and you're like, where do I start? Well, fitness market. Uh, that's where I have my treadmill, my flooring, my weights and bench from, and that's where you can as well uh, over there. Uh, at the fitness market uh, online at thefitnessmarket.com the sauna yesterday was a good day for the sauna still wasn't, wasn't feeling 100% quite still but wanted to get a good sweat in there oh that's great that's great to be able to do when, you, when you're like a little sick you know, I know it was like 65 though yesterday did you really oh but you're, yeah, you're yeah. a little sick I gotta, just, yeah, I'm trying to, things moving exactly trying to get you know, the gunk out so um, yeah whatever um, uh, your fitness needs are they've got it and it gets those saunas start at seventeen ninety nine over at fitness market so check them out two locations uh, on the corner of Plantside Drive and Waterston Trail that's the big superstore also in Westport Road just inside the Snyder but if you want the the see the saunas they're only over um, at the um, the superstore location. Uh, over there um, on Plantside Drive and Waterson Trail. So walk in there to the fitness market and tell me who's talking about them here at the Dieter Show. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. 
with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. My appeal. Walk through cops and doors and roam all over Coliseum floor. I slept on stage at Live Aid. All the people gave and the poor got paid. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. We are back here at, uh, I started to say 502 Implants, 502implants.com is the website, uh, Louisville uh, dental uh, in- implants, and um, again, you can look, look them up online at 502implants.com. Dr. Eric Nunley, the highest accredited dental implant uh, specialist in the area. So if you need everything from that or just down to uh, your regular dentist, which I've got my appointment here at 10 o'clock afterwards, and um, they can take care of you over here. Uh, we got plenty coming up. The women uh, last night had a, uh, a win. Let's see. What's, oh, what a rounding yeah. win against Boston College. Yeah, kind of a hand ride, if you will. Uh, they came around that first turn, and then they just 88 to up. 60. Yeah. Um, and so then they'll be back in action uh, on Sunday at 2 o'clock uh, at home against Pittsburgh. So uh, be, that's when they'll be back on the court. Good to see him bounce back after losing to North Carolina on the road. It's life's tough in the ACC, man. It's it, it's tough. It's tough business. It's tough. It's a tough league for women's basketball. Well, I mean, I just see it on college basketball. There's just it's just uh, it's all spread out. Uh, Ethan Morth is here, Louisville Sports Live, uh, hanging out this morning as uh, we roll along. Ethan, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, yeah, I tell you what, Jeff Walls. As he does every year, that he has his team rolling. Uh, just what one loss in the ACC play, tired right. for first. I think seventeen and three overall. He's got them rolling. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the schedule. It came out. Um, what, what do you? It's 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 uh, it's it's it's, an, it's there's lots of things you could look at. What stuck out to you? What, what stuck out to me is that five of the last seven games are going to be on the road. Yeah. Um, that's you know there's certainly some daunting challenges there, but I think certainly winnable games as well. I think it's a little bit at least on paper it's tougher than this year's schedule, but I also like the fact that Notre Dame and Clemson, uh, the two marquee games on the schedule, are spaced out. Notre Dame in September, Clemson in November, um, and then of course you have uh, which I think you know. Is the U back? We'll see. Um, but with Cam Ward, I'm glad that game is at home, and that's in the middle of the season. I, the only thing I really don't like is just the the bye week and week three. Yeah, um, that's kind of when you want to get in a nice rhythm, and you, the cards are going to be able to, to, I guess, to, to rest up after the first two weeks. But I would I would have liked to have seen a, a bye week maybe in October, and not not so early in the year. But, you know, guys, wouldn't you set the number over under wins nine and a half? Um, certainly think that another 10-win season is within range. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly excited. Jeff, Jeff Brom, once again, and staff have <clears throat> the number one or at least a consensus top four portal class coming in yet again. You know, the sky's the limit. Excitement is there. 
I can't wait for the season. And again, Louisville is flirting with, again, another double-digit win season, potentially a return trip to Charlotte. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see where the cards will be ranked uh, preseason heading into the season. But yeah, I, I think the schedule balances itself out nicely, and you got some challenges. And, you know, w- with the first two games of the season, Louisville can kind of hit its stride before hosting Georgia Tech on week four. Yeah, it's so weird that you would have <clears throat> a back-to-back games to start a year, Louisville, again, these guarantee games. Uh, and then your third week, you get a bye. I, I was saying the other day, it's almost like, almost like an extra month of practice or something. I mean, I don't know if it's good or not, I, but it's, um, you can't say, well, we got thrust right into action here. I mean, they are, it's going to be, I mean, it really is to me almost like an extra month of practice. Yeah, and then the state of Louisville guys, they had to give them their props. They pointed out, I believe three Louisville opponents have a bye week before playing Louisville. And I forget who that is, but I want to say Clemson is one of them and Miami is one of them. So that's another little scheduling quirk that you have at least three opponents, two of, two of which I believe are you know, two of the toughest ones on the schedule. They're going to have an extra week to prepare uh, for the card. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. And I'm still just getting used to – SMU and Stanford yeah. being ACC games. Uh, but, you know, th- those are good challenges. SMU won, I think, what, 11 games in the AAC. They did get beat by Boston College in their bowl game. So I think they're going to have some growing pains as well. But, you know, again, I think that, that schedule is, is appealing. Um, but that's another little quirk that I think we'll be talking about uh, when that, when the fall gets here about you know how those buys are spaced out and then how could that work to Louisville's advantage or disadvantage. Yeah, I think ultimately the over-under, like the Vegas one, would probably be eight and a half, I would think. But I, but I, I could def- definitely see him winning, you know, ten games, you know, again okay, in the regular season. I, could, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's not – nothing's guaranteed, but I could see them doing that, and let's never take that for granted because that has, you know, that, that's not a regular occurrence, you know. So if, um, you know, if it happens again, I mean, it's, it's not, well, this is we got to do this every year. No, I mean, it'd be nice, but, I mean, damn. I mean, it's, it's hard to do. It's a great. It's a great spot to be in. I mean, if you're talking about you know over unders eight and a half, nine and a half, going back to Charlotte potentially another potential ten win season. I mean, yes, I, I'm with you, Drew. I don't want to take that for granted. I'm enjoying the ride like I did last year, and it's it's nice to just know um, what you have in the football program and that coaching staff. You know what you're going to get. You know how that the staff and the team and the program is going in the same direction. They have the same goals. They want to win and they want to win now. They want to be nationally relevant and they, you know, they want to win an ACC championship and make it to the college football playoff. They know that they've communicated that and they're recruiting as such. So again, it's great to know that everybody's on the same page with the program. The excitement it continues to be at an all time high and, you know, I'm ready for spring ball and I'm ready for this, for this season to kick off, man, because, you know the team's going to be extra motivated the way that this past season ended. Uh, but then on paper, I mean, this defense is going to be absolutely nasty. Yeah, that's the thing I'm most excited about, Ethan, is that, <laughs> yeah, the offense is going to be totally rebuilt and it's going to look exactly like, I think, a lot more like what Jeff Brown wants to look like offensively. But that defense, it's mostly intact. And you bring in Gelati, you bring back uh, Quincy Riley, and then you throw in a lot of the guys in the portal, and you're growing up all these younger players too, like Stanquan Clark, who's a true freshman last year. I just – I mean, I'm through the roof. I'm through the roof on our defense. I can't wait. Oh yeah, you talk about you talk about being able to bring 
pressure con- consistently. Now you have you upgraded in talent and speed in the secondary. Now the D line is going to be is going to be nasty. Uh, you got your linebackers returning, Quinn and Clark, especially. I mean, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, when people think of Jeff Brown, they think of offense, they think of points, they think of passing. But man, uh, they're going to be thinking about defense next year because. Again, the, this portal hole that they're bringing in, again, they're addressing areas of need and they're landing those guys quickly. Just like last year with the offensive line, Coach Bromenstaff did this with the secondary. They did this with the defensive line and they bolstered talent and depth on the offensive line as well, in addition to the receivers. So it's like they, they know how to target needs and they go out there and, and get some studs in those positions of need. Again, it's great to see. We know the direction of the football program, and it's glorious. It is glorious. You're damn right. It is, it is glorious. glorious. Yes, yes, it is. Um, as we're hanging out with you, Ethan Moore, uh, with his ninth round of the Billy ESPN 6 City. And then there's basketball. Um, so we got 12 more of these, Ethan. Are you are you buckled in? Can you take 12 more? Or do you, do you think we will see 12 more with the same staff intact? I'm, I'm beginning to just assume that, but... Yeah, yeah, guys. I I think, I think um, you know what this what this recent play has done. When you talk about, and again, it makes me just nauseous, just even saying it. Competitive losses and all that other stuff, and I'm so over. I think at a minimum that has that has allowed or guaranteed in a way for for Coach Payne to to remain the head coach just as we grind this season out. And so, you know, the, obviously the, the team wants to play for them. Um, but I do think – I don't think we're going to have to really assess game in, game out. Is, is there going to is, – is he, will he still be the head coach? Will the staff still be in place? I mean, all that's moot at this point. Let's just get this season over with. I fully expect to hear, you know, a coaching change 24 to 48 hours after you lose in the ACC tournament. That's where I am. Um, but I mentioned something on Tuesday's post game. And I'm just I'm so over the well they came back and they played hard uh, you know they fought I mean I'm fought. just like yeah, don't do get yeah. down by 18 to Duke to begin with don't get down by 20 to UNC to begin with you know you should play hard each and every game and you know I don't care that you came back great but you shouldn't have got down by that margin to begin with well they fought you should do that you only have 30 plus games every season like I I'm over that. I allowed that to be like you want to do that for the first couple of games in the season, fine, but but not the end of January, heading into February. We were like, well, you know, they were competitive. This is Louisville basketball. Being competitive, it, it doesn't matter. Can you imagine in, in an uh, an average year if we had the week that we had this four game losing streak, we'd be losing oh, our minds. Our minds, yeah. Not talking yeah. about oh, it was close. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. This is just again, it's it's one of hundreds of examples as to why we have to move in a different direction and just where this program is. But guys, to me, it's just so frustrating to hear that time and time again when we are as proud of a program that Louisville is. Yeah, I was listening to the postgame the, um, the other night, too, and it's like I think people are also – just can condi- I don't know what what you know what the mentality you would call it, but people just think bad things are are going to happen. Like you had a caller who was like, I don't trust the administration, I don't trust the uh, the president, the board, rich people, something you know. And I yeah, was like, yeah, but you, person, I don't think could probably name a member of the board. Couldn't name the president. That just sounds like something to say. I mean, I I, I do have I do think Josh Hurd understands that this is a career defining hire. I mean, you don't have yeah. to tell him that he's no dummy. You know, so. 
I, I think the people that, that don't think that are just out of their minds. It's not right. Yeah, and I do think, though. So. I mean, when you look at the past three years, 13 and 19, 4 and 28, 6 and 13, Fans are conditioned just to think, uh, you know, the sky, the sky is falling. Nothing good is going to happen. Um, and then, too, I think even when you don't realize it, I mean, you hear that narrative. And again, it's it's not the majority, but there there is a segment of you of people discussing. Well, they're playing better. You know, I'm with you about the offense. Yeah, I mean, there's been halves where they played better offensively, yeah. but they haven't. I mean, they didn't play well enough to beat, you know, Duke. Certainly didn't play well enough to beat Wake Forest as they got blown out by 25. And it's it's been so bad that some people, uh, some people, and I would argue, without even kind of realizing it, have allowed their standards to drop so far. Mm. Well, you know what? We didn't get blown out. Well, you know, they they won the second half. I mean, just. Oh, my God. The, the winning of the second half is the most insulting thing to the history of this program. Well, it's really because the yeah. first half's half zero. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> half zero. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that's you're... where we are, guys. I mean, and that's what's so sad about it is when you have, when you have that as a talking point, it repeatedly, it's like – this is why you need a change. This is not, you know, this is not something that you would put in the plus column for being better. No, this no. is Louisville. We don't. This is not tolerated here. And you know, again, I think we're just going to have to grind this out. The last regular season game is March 9th. The day of shame is March 12th. I mean, I'm I'm operating under the assumption we're going to hear something on March 13th or 14th that there's going to be a change. And then, you know, I'm with you, Drew. Blank. I'm sure you agree too that this is, you know, this. Next hire is going to be massive. It, it has to be a home run. There's nothing where you can kind of think, well, maybe you know, there's some potential there. No, there has to be a home run. This has there has to be a coach with proven tournament success and you know multiple seasons of high high winning basketball. And I think that's what we're going to get. You don't have the cloud. You don't. You have a permanent president. You have a permanent AD. You don't. You have all the resources and the infrastructure in place. I am extremely confident that the next coach um, will be a very, very talented individual. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I don't know if it's going to be a big name because there just aren't that many, but I think it's going to be somebody who's had some success. Uh, all right, Ethan. Well, go out there and educate the youth of America, uh, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. There you go. Ethan Morth is here at Louisville Sports Live. Because I was talking with someone yesterday, and I was like, well, they need a, uh, better come up with a big name. I'm like, well, there's not many big names. Well, it depends on what you consider as a big name. You know, like, is is Jerome Tang a big name? Probably not for a lot of people. Right. No. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think, you know, if, you, if I think the – Scott Drew a big name? Should be, but probably not. I mean – Chris Beard? Should be, probably not. I mean, I just don't know that these are, they're stars. There's no, like, yeah. superstar out there. Mark Few would be a big name. I, yeah, Billy I Donovan. Billy Donovan and Jay yeah. Wright are stars. All right, they, they, but I don't know that you're getting either of them. I don't know. I don't think you are either. Yeah. So. But other than that, I'm just saying the other, you know, other great coaches are like lifers. I mean, Bill Self's not going anywhere. Izzo and people like that. And So I, I don't know that the next hire has to win the press conference or anything. You know, it doesn't have to be like, all right, right away. They just got to win games. He's got to do what Jeff Brom's done. Show up. Yeah. Start turning over the roster. Start, you know, start, you know, giving messaging out to the community. And really, I mean. players, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the loss is in terms of, like, money. But you've got to, I mean, in terms of players, sure. But you also have to get people to start 
buying tickets again. Yeah. You got to get people back. But you got to get them to buy tickets in year two, year three, and year four, not just year one. Correct. You, know, you got to get the guy that's going. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't even know who, whoever, you know, they come up with. It may not be a star, but it better, it better be someone who wins games. Yeah, wins games, gets people back into the arena for multiple years, and just starts to get Louisville basketball back on track. And, you know, I think there's a number of people who can get that done. Uh, and I'm excited about uh, this. You know, we have this period right now, these 12 games. We have this mm-hmm. this period. But I'm excited to get into spring practice for football, watch our next basketball coach start putting together that team, Dan McDonald and Jeff Walls, and what's going to happen. Like, this is the this is the sucky part. And then it's going to start to get really fun around here. And I'm excited. Well, it's going to get fun when you win basketball games. I mean, I, I know. you know, no matter what, what we, you know, we love Jeff Walls and Dan McDonald. We also know that nothing moves the needle of the fan base more than, a, than basketball oh, being yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Revenue sports being good. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I think yeah. that you are. I think that the athletic department and our community—they are pushing this forward, and it, it will absolutely work. You're the second or third best funded, you know, basketball program in the country. All you have to do is put it in somebody's capable hands. Yeah, it will work. I just looked at the schedule. St. John's up next midweek. They have nobody this weekend. They're at Xavier next Wednesday. Oh, I guarantee there'll be a crew going up for that one. We should go. I just think of the same thing. It'd probably be a tough ticket. Oh man, okay. Because I, I, you know, I knew that this is what Mike was talking about. I was, when I saw Mike Petito last week, he, he was, I don't, he was having trouble like on the family group text getting tickets because they were all spoken for. Oh really? Yeah. For Xavier? Yeah. Because that's the closest. That oh, because you want to sit. You want to sit close. Yeah, you want to sit close. Well, but I mean, I mean, it's just that's the closest they'll be. I mean, the Seals family's pretty big. Yeah, yeah and a lot so, of around, a lot around here. here. Yeah, so um, I'm looking this up. Yep. Xavier basketball. See if we can get us some tickets. Oh, I'm gotta, sure. Look, I'm sure on the secondary good. market. I'm sure. I'm sure we can. Call, I got to get the runway. Call Chris Mack. See if he can get. Them. Yeah, Chris Mack will get his tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but think about that. I mean, that's Sean Miller and Rick Patino. I mean, that's coaching crazy. against one another. I mean, I take Sean Xavier Miller and St. John's. It just doesn't sound right. But I would take Sean. Yeah, Miller. those are stars. Those, 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 that's actually a star-laden game. Xavier and St. John's. Think about right. that for a minute. The two coaches that are stars. Two tickets behind the St. John's bench, and this is T row T, but you're yeah. in the section uh, row ninety-one, or it's ninety-one dollars, ninety-one bucks. Oh, if you want to sit um, on the other, well, a little higher, are you really? So you can get in for sixty-four. Yeah, a lower level sixty-four. Yeah, not bad. I could do that. All right. Well, again, we got women's basketball coming up on um, Sunday at 2 o'clock at home against Pitt. They got the win last uh, night. We, you know, Curran sends us these plays, the play-by-play. We should, you know, we, yeah, should, play we, one. Should, we should play one. Let's play one. I mean, Nick goes to the, the efforts to do that. He's got, what did he send us? sent us four last night, four plays. And we got the Walls post game. We got all that. Even so better. Um, all right, we will uh, continue along here, 267-9680. That's the number to get in. Text away the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. Uh, uh, We've got to clear out the week of some stories that I haven't had a chance to get to. We've got a real-life uh, Friday movie situation. Um, real-life Friday movie. What do you feel about a third green spot on the roulette wheel? I don't know how I like that. Not, of course you don't like it. It's no. not good for the player. Why are they doing this? I'll get into that. It's um, like what they do to blackjack. There's some things they do with blackjack I don't like either. And there's the worst idea ever associated with uh, a brand of vodka. 
So we've got all of these stories ahead. If that doesn't keep you around. Well, well Liquor Barn's going to be tuning in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, they're not going to carry this. I okay. promise you. Okay. There's no Good. way. No Good. way. <laughs> we are over here at Louisville Dental Implants, 502implants.com. That's the website uh, to turn to. Uh, to If you want to get the highest accredited dental implant practice around, uh, that's where you can go uh, to do that. Uh, in the meantime, if you're someone who's getting work done on the roof, call Carlin. Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. That's who replaced my roof a few years ago. They can replace uh, your roof. They can replace just a few shingles. They can do it for your business, for your home. Home, whatever it is, 40 years in business now, uh, since 1984, that uh, family name on the business for Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. It's a long, long time. So whether it's your home, whether it's your business flat roof, uh, they can take care of you over there at Carlin Roofing. That's C-A-R-L-O-N, CarlinRoofs.com, C-R-L-O-N, CarlinRoofs.com. Uh, and, um, again, whatever you need. You want need help with your insurance? Need help? Um, you want just a couple of singles? You want the full roof placement? They got it all for you over there. Uh, at Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. All right, Mike Lindsay is threatening to show up too. Who knows? Okay. Gotta find him a microphone. I'll see if I got one. I don't know. We'll (laughs) see what we can come up with. Uh, We're over here at uh, Triple Crown Dentistry Level Dental Implants and continuing along next. Dean or Sean, I'm Billy, SBN 680.